Do you know where Connor is, Carly? Oh. Uh, sorry, guys. Oh, man, I've just been running around all day. I've been so bad with my productivity recently, you know? Uh-huh. I've been able to, I've been able to plan my time while all. Um, Interesting. Uh, anyway, what are we talking about tonight? Uh, Carly, what are we talking about tonight? Productivity. Hmm. Just, just, for, just no for you, buddy. Just for you. Oh, thanks, you guys. You're, <laughs> you're really helping me at a tough spot right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. This is the Christian <laughs> artist honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. My name is Connor. And my name is Carly. That's another thing we need to workshop. We need to workshop a different way to, for us to all say that. I keep like I mentioning like the way we say that. <laughs> well, I say most of it. I don't know. I just feel like oh, back in the day, Connor and I would split it, right? So. Right, but then, but then when Carly came on, it like to I'm split it would sound. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what I mean is like when you came on, then it was really hard to split it into three parts and make it sound like mm-hmm. fluid. We didn't want to just exclude you from the intro. Yeah, yeah. So it made sense for Kale to just pick it up. Yeah. If, if, yeah. If you want, if you want to do it that way, that's fine. I just that was something that was mentioned before because we're talking about like mixing things up on the Christian artists and and all that jazz. Oh, actually, the the people who have maybe just pay attention to the podcast itself and not Twitter. Uh, don't know that we're mixing up the podcast. So actually, real quick, before we get into <laughs> the uh, the meat of the episode, let's talk real briefly about the business meeting we had last week. Yeah. <clears throat> um, or as some say, the pretzel of the episode. No one is no? saying that. <laughs> okay. Oh, also, I'm sick, so I'm. that's why I sound <laughs> like this. But yeah, so uh, last week we had a business meeting, a Christian artist business meeting, um, to basically figure out how to divide all of the money that we get from this podcast. There was just too much of it. So. <laughs> uh, I wish. Um, no, so uh, we have been wanting to kind of mix it up with a podcast, do a couple of new things, um, one of which being actually just scheduling out episodes ahead of time which is a thing we wanted to do and have not done that's actually new like we, mm-hmm. I, we've literally never done that before yeah i mean we've had like never. a list of things that we wanted to talk about but i'm pretty sure every single right. time it's just been like uh well what are we talking about i don't know what are these things okay sounds good right like unless there is some someone that we were planning on doing an episode with um and they were like oh i want to talk about this thing Right, but they would be like, oh, can you, like, be on in, like, two weeks? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, what are we talking about this week? I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yep. Um, and so we have a whole big schedule. We are scheduled out until the end of June uh, with episodes. So I'm very, very excited about the episode lists we have <clears throat> um because we got some good ones we have uh not only the month of march will be really fun um tonight we're going to talk about productivity of course um oh sorry I, I forgot in two weeks we're talking about role-playing games again next week we're talking about division of the church that's what we're talking about next week mm-hmm. um 
And then just to give you the full thing in March, in on the 30th, uh, me and Carl are going to do a, f- a special edition live streamed from my phone edition of The uh, Christian Artist. And we're going to review a book that we've been going through, uh, Family Driven Faith, which I don't have down here. Oh, awesome. Yeah, because that, we'll, we'll be fun. done with it by then for sure. Um, and you'll be in, and I'll be in Washington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll be in Washington. Yep. So that is the sneak preview for March. I will not tell you all of the topics that we have for the rest because the, there's just a lot of them and also, you know, surprises and stuff. Um, but we have lots of fun people uh, from Twitter coming on to, to join us and talk about things. Honestly, if you go find that Twitter thread um, that I posted last week um, trying to get people to guest, uh, you can probably look through that and find all, a whole bunch of episodes that we're planning on doing. So some of them have been DMs, though, so you will not know all of them for sure. Yeah, we, I mean, we got a lot of big names on there, though, too, like Dr. James White, Pastor Jeff Durbin. Wouldn't that Apologia. be awesome? I bet, I, bet we <laughs> I bet we could, though. He liked one of my yeah. tweets. I bet, uh, maybe not James White, but I bet I bet we could James get, White. like, oh. I bet we could get Jeff Durbin on here. I bet we could. He's been on, Eventually. He's been on um, Kevin Thompson's Kevin podcast. Thompson's podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, we could definitely get Alan Nelson the Fourth on here probably sometime. Yeah. Um, those are people mm, to consider. Yeah. Um, lots of fun people that are possibilities in the future. Uh, we might want to start with Alan Nelson the third. You might be able to get hit him on. Uh... <laughs> oh boy, um, Mickey seems very excited about the prospect of getting Jeff Durbin on. Yeah, oh yeah, be pre- that would be pretty oh. lit. That'd be pretty lit. Yeah, let me pull up a Twitch thread or Twitch chat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the word. Yeah, your girl, your uh, fiance, is in chat. So you gotta. You almost said I girlfriend. Almost said girlfriend but <laughs> she is. She's evolved. Like like she, a, she has been promoted. like a Pokemon. She has evolved. Yep. Um, <clears throat> the the final stage of her evolution is wife. So, no, that's not no. There's there's four stages. the The final stage of her evolution is mother. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, but she won't change from wife to mother. But she's evolving. So she's not. <laughs> mm. Oh, I, I see. I see. No, no, no. She's once she, she'll gain another type. She'll be a wife mother type Pokemon. Okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, she can. She can. Yeah, she can be a dual type. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, wow. That, yeah, that metaphor yeah. was way too far. So, not only are we having schedules, um, but also we are going to get new, um, I mean, a lot of new stuff. I'm just trying to think of how to say, uh, a new logo. We are going to get new theme music. I know. It's very sad. The da 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 da. It's, I think it's going to go away, guys. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I have yet to find the style of music that we would change it to. I've been struggling with that a lot because it's so iconic. Um, yeah. But it's likely that that will go away. Um, because I think what we're going to try to do is do something similar to um, Apologia's intro where we have, uh, you know, quotes from us um, as we, uh, from various episodes in the past. Uh, I think that we could find some fun ones. Um 
I think I think that'd be a lot of fun to uh, have Jeff Durbin on and be like, yeah, we basically stole your. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of podcasts have a similar intro to that. Cross politics, right? Yeah. yeah, very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're in cahoots, right? So like, I mean, kind of. Do we deserve? Do we deserve that? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but then we'll also, um, I mean, we'll be celebrating this and and doing all the new stuff. April sixth, April sixth, um, the first Monday of April, we'll be having. It's three days away from our anniversary, the date when we uh, uploaded our first episode, April 9th. It will be our five year too. It'll be our five year anniversary. It's it's pretty crazy. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, five years of the Christian Artist guys. So we'll we'll have some new upgrades and fun things going on. Um, some new upgrades. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Another fun thing, just real quick. It's happening tomorrow. Literally tomorrow. It's Angel and I are starting a new podcast called Oh, you guys are yeah, doing we're that. We're doing tomorrow. it tomorrow. Yep. Um we got the logo, I got the overlays, I got we got the music. Angel put together the voice clips behind it. Um it sounds, it sounds cool. so cool. Like literally Angel did a great job. Really excited for that. We're it's just gonna be an episode of me and him talking. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about uh, why we should disagree as Christians and like have arc you know arguments and disagreements and 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 talk these things out and what our foundation for doing so is. Um, so that will be a new thing happening on this channel uh, Tuesdays. I uh, still don't know the time when that's going to be happening because Angel's not gotten back to me with that. But at some point tomorrow evening, it'll be it'll be happening, um, and I'll need to I'll need to um, get that all up. Let you guys know what's happening. Anyway, now that we got all the bookkeeping out of the way and exciting announcements and stuff, uh, let's jump into the topic of the episode productivity what is productivity guys and why do we want it oh is it really 817 oh i'm sorry guys i gotta go i gotta leave i have a i have a meeting (laughs) you have a meeting I have to say, like that was probably one of the most unconvincing things you've ever said in your whole life. Oh yeah, Yeah. just the way that you paused before you said meeting—it was just very (laughs) obvious. Yep. I mean, yeah. So I mean, Connor. Anyway, well, what I what I would say first off is like we also did an episode of the opposite of this. We did an episode on rest. Yeah. So I guess we'll kind of lean away from talking about the rest aspect part of it. And if you want to listen to like the, the tail side of this coin, you know, you can go listen to the, the rest one that we did, I think in Washington actually. Yeah. Yep. Right. That was that one. Indeed it was. So yeah. So there's that. Um, but then the opposite of that, I guess you could start with the seventh and not the seventh, the, uh, the sixth commandment is six days, um, you shall work, and the seventh day you rest. Right, the seventh day is the Lord, is the Lord. So, if we want to start about productivity, um, I'd say the Sabbath gives us an ideal work week 
was that is you work six days and you rest one. So if we're talking about productivity right there, I'd say that kind of should be the biblical base of like where we get the idea of productivity from is obviously the Bible, but like having that as, as your foundation and build your understanding of how you should schedule like your work week and be productive off of the six day work week and, and to rest, like that's important. So, yeah. um, I would say, no, I have nothing to say. I just was trying to stall so that Caleb could finish. No, you're good. He was doing. Yeah, I was, okay. I, I was putting in the cough drop because, you know, okay. still dying over here. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was like, I would say trying to search for something to say, and then there is nothing there. So no, it's fine. Just... Yeah, I mean, so I, I wanted to really talk about this episode because I've been, I don't know what, I've been struggling with productivity, I guess, but also like, like, it's been a weird several months for me. Um, I have really learned in the last several months <clears throat> to really rewire my brain hack my brain hack my own psychology to be productive and manage my time correctly and i don't always do it perfectly and there's still like there's been things that have come up um but honestly a lot of it's been i've gotten sick a bunch but um i want to talk about it because it's something that um, I've been reading a lot about recently. I've been reading through Doug Wilson's Productivity, um, basically a book about productivity um, and about like just chipping away at the work that you have to do. Um, he goes through. Why is it called productivity? Because you're plodding along, doing things every single day. Oh. His podcast is also called the Plodcast, so that's kind of. A it's a running theme with him. Anyway. You plod along, doing it bit by bit. Um. Okay. And it's been it's been cool because he's been going through like a, a kind of a high level like theology of work and wealth and productivity, um, and now he's starting to get into okay here now here are the practical things you can do to be productive. Um, and also, uh, Carly and I have been reading Family Driven Faith by Vody Bauckham, fantastic book. But one of the things we just went through the chapter on family worship, and oh my gosh, Connor, like I, you and Mickey really need to so read good. this book because. That chapter literally, literally changed my life. Like I'm not even joking. Um, Which chapter? The chapter on family worship. Oh, okay. I mean, I've heard. Have you heard his sermons on family worship? Mm -mm. No. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, mean, I've heard people talk about it, but I like he goes through like practically how do you do it? What are its effects? Like how do you? And it, it was so good and helpful. And, and the reason why I'm relating that to productivity is because it made a, a special point to be like, this is the way that you are productive spiritually, right? Like regular. This is the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, regular family worship, right? Where um, the, the head of the household, the, the husband is leading his family in worship, is making sure the kids are paying attention, the kids are engaged, um, that he's, he's leading his wife and his children. Um, and... Uh, just the the discipline and self -foc and, and focus that ha it takes to be right the um uh, one of the one of the quotes was basically along the lines of you know like um uh, a husband 
very easily will realize that he has to be studying scripture because otherwise, you know, he'll he'll come to family worship and not know what to do, right? And not be able to to lead properly. Um, and so it, it forces him into personal study. Um, and so just thinking about a lot of that and, and kind of shifting around things in my head, thinking through the way my brain works, the way that I hack my own productivity, the way that... Um, you know, all the things that are on my, on my plate and what I need to spend my time doing, what I want to spend my time doing. I've been thinking a lot about that over the last couple of weeks. And so yesterday I was talking to Carly as we were going through this, um, this book. And I was just like, I I've come up with like a template for my day. I've come up with a new like template for my day, uh, to be productive. And it involves waking up at seven, you know, spending an hour, um, you know, taking, taking a shower, getting ready making breakfast and then from eight to nine i do nothing but read scripture pray and or listen sing to christian music right like worship um with with song um and you know basically just do a family worship with myself right like by myself um and and then spend nine to five every day working and that's what i did today um i implemented it today for the first time um, and I got to tell you, I got, I got so, uh, so much done today, like literally so much done. Um, I got an entire video like finished for work. Um, I did a whole bunch of busy work, um, for podcast stuff, video stuff, um, lots of emails for work that I needed to do, take care of lots of, you know, lots of stuff like that cleaned up a whole bunch in the house. I just, because I had so much time and I was, I had already gotten a bunch of stuff out of the way. And kind of set the foundation for myself to be productive the rest of the day. Um, And so, I don't know. I just kind of want to talk about, like, how do we, as Christian artists and as Christians in general, how do we hack our brains? How do we pick up those habits? How do we um, understand ourselves well enough to know how to be productive? Um, Because sometimes things like that don't work for people, right? Like sometimes like sometimes a schedule like that doesn't work for someone just because of the way their brain works. Um I think more times out of the not, um a solid schedule like that could be very very helpful for someone, but um people are different. And so I I'm honestly really curious and as we can just kind of start talking about this, I'm really curious what you guys do, right? To like be productive and how how you've learned to train yourself to be productive and how how you figure that out. Um because I think it might be helpful just to kind of discuss. So pass it off to one of you mm-hmm. to continue the conversation. Cause I've talked a lot and I'm going to cough. I'm going to cough now. <laughs> well, like, like you said, um, um, I kind of, you know, after me and Caleb talked a bunch last night, um, I also tried to kind of set a more solid schedule for my morning because, um, we both kind of recognize we don't spend enough time, like regularly in scripture um and i had i had noticed that in my life um like i used to spend a big chunk of time in the morning reading scripture and like thoroughly studying it and like i could practically and um spiritually see the impact of that and that's kind of petered out a bit since my mornings had become more busy and rushed um and so I purposely started to get up an hour earlier than I normally do. And so I did that this morning and also spent 
you know, a whole hour just, um, I read two chapters of scripture, uh, I prayed, and I actually read some of a John Calvin commentary, which was really cool, because <laughs> I've never done that before, but I own one, um, and that made my whole day feel more purposeful and intentional, and I felt like I was able to get into a more productive mindset having that already accomplished as something that not just as like a check mark that I crossed off, but as something that set the tone for the rest of my day. And that's something that I've noticed, you know, when I used to be more dedicated to it than I have been, that's something that always helped my day kind of get off on the right start. Yeah. And that's honestly why I wanted to start with that. Um, I did that intentionally because <clears throat> I mean, if we're talking about being a Christian artist <clears throat> and this podcast is about ultimately, right? Like the honoring, honoring Christ through creativity, right? So, um, productivity features very, very highly in that. Um, but we have to start with a proper foundation. And I think spending the morning, you know, some good amount of time in the morning in scripture in the presence of God, praying, you know, reading your Bible, right? I, I read, what did I read? Seven or eight chapters um, in Exodus today. Um, I was, I finished up the, the book of Exodus because I was on, I, I've been going through chronologically um, in scripture and I just totally dropped the ball like a year, literally a year ago, probably at this point. Um, and, and I've been reading scripture on and off since then, right? But like, I, I picked that back up and I just, committed myself i was like all right i've been reading through the reformation study bible commentary and i just read it read chapter by chapter and just picked it all through and it was like the stuff about the golden calf and i was like okay yeah there's so many good things to kind of dig into here and i just spent literally a good 45 minutes just reading through exodus um and then and then prayed and then i ended up um putting on uh resurrection letters volume one um, by Andrew Peterson and listening to it through about twice, um, as I went to the store and did a couple of other things. Um, but, um, that being the start of my day was great. Not only did mm -hmm. it give me a solid foundation to be like, Hey, what's the purpose of life? Right? Like what is the literal purpose for me <laughs> yeah. getting up in the morning? Every It's because, yeah. you know, it's because we're, we're trying to glorify God and, and having that immediately in my front view mirror um and to to center my perspective on what matters instead of um you know what life has been a lot of times right where you for me you know specifically i don't have to wake up at a particular time every day i don't have things to drudge through most of the time so i'll just like i you know i've been waking up at like 10 every every morning because um you know i've been sick a little bit here um and so that's been a factor in it too but there's something so different about starting your morning with like getting done several productive tasks and you know taking care of yourself both physically and spiritually um before you start your day and then jumping into you know work straight at nine straight at, at a particular time right after you finish that instead of you know <clears throat> i'd set my alarm for eight fall back asleep set my alarm for nine you know wake up uh, set my alarm for 10, fall back asleep and then lay in bed until 11. And then by the time I've gotten ready for the day, it's noon. 
and then who knows if I get anything productive done that day because I mean what have I you know I haven't set myself up for success um, specifically spiritually um, and I think especially as I've looked back on the days where I was happy with myself or I got to the end of the day and I was like oh yeah you know I I was not only productive with my time but I was productive um, for the kingdom right I was I I, I literally you know, I actually pay attention to the fact that I'm supposed to be honoring Christ with everything that I do instead of getting to the end of the day and be like, oh, I didn't read my Bible today. Oh, I guess I kind of just didn't think about God like literally uh, at all day. Um, hmm. What am I, what am I supposed to be? <laughs> you know, like, <clears throat> and then, I don't know. It's just, it's made such a difference um, in the past and I know it's, it's, you know, it's made a difference today and I know it will continue to make a difference in the future. Um, so that's why I wanted to start start with that um, is just as an encouragement to to Christians, um, just do it right. Like even if you have to get up two hours earlier than you normally would, um, right? Like eat breakfast. That's it's good for you. That, that was one thing I noticed mm-hmm. with this morning was that I'm I'm not usually um, like I have I'm a morning person, but I have no appetite immediately in the morning mm-hmm. like I'm not hungry and I oftentimes feel like if I think about even eating something like I get nauseous mm-hmm. but spending like I didn't eat breakfast until an hour after I was awake and so it was like I was actually hungry and actually wanted to eat something mm-hmm. whereas it, it wasn't it wasn't like as soon as I'm ready for the day and we're leaving the house then i get hungry and i actually don't have time to eat anything it was like no i actually i woke up two hours before we have to leave which means that i have an hour to spend um praying and reading scripture and then a whole hour whole nother hour to get ready and in between those things i can eat something (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. connor thoughts um, and actually I'm like texting Mickey right now and talking about this with her, which I think is funny, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I guess I, I, this is actually what I was just typing out to Mickey. So I guess I can just, um, say this because <laughs> she's listening, but, uh, um, I guess in my head when we first, okay, like, let's like just kind of flash back to like August when Mickey and I like first started dating. And one of the things we talked about was like on the podcast, when we were talking about dating at one time, since I was about to be in a relationship, I wanted to like spew out all these things I've been learning on dating and like get some perspective, you know? Um, and I guess kind of have my thoughts tested um, by you guys. But um, one of the things that I like did bad in the last quote-unquote relationship that I was in before Mickey um, is we were like studying the Bible together. Um, We like had bought these like journaling Bibles and were going back and forth and like studying them and taking notes and doing all this stuff and then like switching Bibles and like then being able to read what the other person is learning and stuff like that. And it was a way to like stay connected while she was at college And, uh, that was bad because when we like had a big falling out, we never like broke up because we were never officially dating. But like when we had like a falling out, um, I didn't want to see that Bible anymore. I, I had a bitter taste in my mouth 
when I would try to study my Bible again, because I just got depressed and would start thinking about her and would start thinking about all those different things. And so my mind was so distracted when I tried to go back to studying my Bible. And so it became a stumbling block for me for studying the Bible. And so um, that was one of those things that I like, we, Mickey and I talked about right away is like, we don't want to, we want to keep our Bible study separate for now. Like we, we know what each other believes and we're still studying the Bible. We're going to church together. You know, we're, we're still talking about what we're learning and, and, and like, we're still communicating those things, but we're not, we're not sharing a Bible. We're not so entwined as to pretend that we're married and um, we're learning everything together so that if we do break up or something doesn't go well, uh, there's that intimacy that was there that shouldn't have been there, that when you break that off, that's really bad. So um, that that kind of pushed us away from like having that time of like Bible study together. And now that we're engaged, it feels like, okay, we should do that. You know, we should, we should still like, we can't obviously every day, every morning do that because we don't live together. Um, but for the times that we like see each other in a day, like to do that, like obviously Sundays we go to church and that's what that is. But um, like to have, to have times on like to have a time on Tuesday when we like see each other during the week um, to sit down and do that and to have like family worship together. Um, I think that would be super helpful. And I, I, I could kind of feel like that was something that we were missing, not necessarily in like our like relationship, but really just in like our own personal lives of like being rushed in the morning and not spending enough time in the Bible. And uh, I guess can't talk about one of those things yet, but just in like the different like aspects of my life changing, I like had a really hard time, like getting back into studying because I was, I would read my Bible and be thinking about Ah, I need to say this to this person. Ah, this is why this person needs to change. And I couldn't focus on my own personal growth in life because there were all these other problems in other people's lives. And I would read my Bible and be like, ah, I need to tell this person this rather than being like, all right, I need to learn. I need to grow. I need to repent. I need to think about all these things and actually learn and grow. But there were so many like bad things that were happening in my life where I felt like I just need to take a step back and, and like, you know, just kind of chill for a bit. Um, and I still read my Bible, but it was hard to get into things. It was distracting. I was tired all the time. And so I would just turn to sermons and just listen to sermons like all the time. Um, and listen to <laughs> so many sermons, you know, over the course of this time recently. So I guess I kind of replaced my study time with, all right, I don't really, I'm not in a good headspace right now. I'm just going to let someone preach to me instead of trying to be a pastor and study, I guess is kind of how, like where my mindset was. So, right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. And, and, uh, Oh, I guess you must yeah, have turned I, off your. Yeah, I accidentally. Uh, yeah, I I muted it on. Um. On, uh, on OBS, this, on, yeah. On the yeah. Uh, what I just said uh, was say what yeah. You said what again. I just said was um that makes total sense. Um. Uh, 
Now I can't say it with the same passion and gusto I did before. No, no. It makes total sense because, I mean, what other means of grace for, um, if not to, to help someone who can't, doesn't feel like reading their Bible, right? Like have mm-hmm. someone preach to them. So. Yeah. It just basically he said that that's, that's a means of grace and that's healthy and good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, in in terms of like productivity, yeah, that's been that's been something that's already been on my mind. Is like I want to you know wake up earlier and and spend more time reading my Bible in the morning and or or something you know finding something to do where I'm I can spend more time like setting setting time aside to focus on scripture because i feel like i'm in a way better headspace now even just like last week like like that was when i started to feel like all right i'm back on my feet you know so and And uh that that time that's set aside doesn't even have to be in the morning because like mm -hmm. you know if if you can't find it you can't possibly find a time in the morning to be able to set aside that time, but you can find mm-hmm. a time in the middle of your day or towards the evening. Right. That's fine. Like right. morning just naturally works better for me mm-hmm. because as soon as I wake up, that's when, you know, I haven't looked at my phone. I haven't consumed any entertainment. I haven't like numbed my brain to anything yet. And so I'm able to just sit down and focus yep. on something like solely focus on one thing. And it's, um, and, and also not putting it off helps me to make sure that I do it every day. Because if it's the first thing I do every day. You can't do anything else becomes, until. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes routine. And there's like, it, it's like my day is, is unusual if I don't do it. And so um, I also just know of myself that if I put things off, it's more likely that I won't do them. Like if I have something planned for, oh, I'm, like if I plan to read my Bible in the evening, I likely will come home from school and not have the energy to sit down and focus on yeah. something. And so I'll not want to do it. But if I do it in the morning when I'm fresh and focused on something, then I can actually do that and get something out of it. Yeah. And I, I would say that for probably most people, that is the case. I think like the yeah. it's a rare person who would actually get a meaningful, um, meaningful Bible study time done in the evening after they've had an entire day of, and, and then like, if you're doing, setting aside like an evening specifically to do Bible study, like that's one thing, but like doing it <clears throat> at the end of the day, you're about to go to bed or something. And you're like, Oh, gotta get it. Like that's, that's the danger of doing something like that, where I feel like it's mm-hmm. going to be so helpful for, for everyone. Right. If we all just started our day, read the Bible first. Um, because it, you know, one of the things that in family driven worship that it mentions is how for Vody Bachman and his family, right? Uh, family worship was. You mean family driven faith? Yes. Thank you. Family driven <laughs> faith. Um, family worship was um, uh, the unmovable thing in their schedule. Anything else can move, but family mm-hmm. worship could not move. Right. It was always at the same time. Um, right. and, and so it had to be done and, and that's what i i think it's that's a good rule of thumb to have um is whatever whatever time you have your bible study at that is the time you do your bible study there there is no other time to do it um don't move it don't don't let anything else take priority over that what if my wife goes into labor 
Um, read the Bible to her on the way to the <laughs> Yeah, actually, one of the things that, that Bodhi did say is that they don't have set, like, times of, you know, sitting down as a family and doing it, but they have, like, specifically, they know that after breakfast every day they do it. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter specifically what time in the morning it is. It's just that after just after breakfast yeah yeah right but and they're homeschooled so that makes sense so they wake up later but no i'm laughing so hard at what mickey said in the in the chat she said i'll just cross my legs super tight (laughs) she goes to the labor family worship worship, and then we'll go to the hospital oh boy that's right oh my uh that's the funniest thing i've read all day okay yeah um something that's uh um, I remember always reading in uh, the evidence Bible, I would read Psalm one and uh, blessed is the man who knocks, walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. Mm-hmm. And I always remember like um, Ray Comfort talking about that passage and being like, like, um, you know, uh, like meditate on God's word all day. Yeah. And like, and, and he would be like, what, what some people do is they try to like read it in, uh, like, like some people would be like, I want to read it in the morning, every morning. Um, and then, uh, but some people are like, oh, I'm too tired in the morning. I want to start like read it at night, you know, like mornings aren't my thing, but then they'll like, before they go to bed kind of a thing, they'll read it, but then they'll be so tired after the day that they just, you know, it's not meaningful. It's not, they just, you know, fall asleep because they can't focus on like the Bible kind of a thing when they're like tired. And so I think it just is a balance of the person of like which of those two things they can do. But the point isn't read your Bible in the morning and then be done or read your Bible at night and then you know be done. It's meditate on God's law day and night where you don't have to read it the entire day. You don't have to read it day and night but meditated on it day and night, you know, have, have the word of God be the focal point of your routine, the focal point of your life. And so, um, you know, if, if you're reading your Bible in the morning, let that affect your life. And if it's not affecting your life because you're too tired in the morning, then that's got to change. You know, you got to find some way to, 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 like you said, like put the foundation of God's word, um, as, as the focal point of your life, you know, and start off, every day with that or end every day with that. And as long as it is meaningful worship, but to do it, even if you don't feel like it's meaningful, just do it at a time you can actually focus. You know what I mean? Um, and, but no, I think, I think like what you said though, too, Caleb was like, if I can't focus on that, you know, then have someone preach to you. You know, if you, if you've had a really bad day, your dog just died and you're like, I'm, you know, whatever, uh, you know, and you don't feel like you can spend time focusing on God's word, then yeah, have someone preach to you. You know what I mean? Like that's what that's for. But once again, hashtag that post mill, the gift of the internet. Yeah. You can search like, by category of what yeah. sermons are about. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and, and you should, you should want to read the Bible when you're hurt too. You should want mm-hmm. that. You should crave that. I remember a, a John Piper story, um, where he he uh, was preaching on Romans nine in his church one day, and uh, they had like two services. And in the first service, uh, no, I'm sorry, in between the first and second service, somebody 
had a heart attack and died like in between the services and so the elders all got together and they were like what do we do do we cancel church and then they decided that they weren't going to cancel church and they were going to have the next service and during the second service um like uh john piper like looked up into the balcony and he saw the wife of the guy who had just died and he was like what (laughs) he was like what is she doing here and uh and uh, like, cause, cause like they, he had like had a heart attack. They rushed him to the hospital and he had died in the hospital kind of a thing. And so she came back to church after, <laughs> after he had just died. And uh, after the service, Pastor John Piper came up to her and was like, you came back. Like, why did you come back? And she was like, I had to hear the word of God. And he's like, it's like your, your husband literally just died. But she was like, but I, I, I had to hear the word of God. And, and he was like, it's Romans nine, like, like to hear, to hear God uh, uh, say, Jacob, I love, but Esau, I hated. And that's the passage you're hearing be preached on right after your husband just died. It's of God's absolute sovereignty. You know, Esau, I love, or sorry, Jacob, I love Esau, I hated. Like, you know, what's that? So, so yeah, that's, that's, I mean, you should want that. Um but then also something that like um, Mickey uh, texted me and said is like um, for her, it's like she reads her Bible some in the morning, but then like more of a deeper study, um, like after she gets home kind mm-hmm. of a thing from like school or whatever it is. So like, so like, but that works though. It's like, I'm starting off my day with God's word, but I'm too tired to like really focus on things. I'm rushed or whatever. But then afterwards I come back and focus on God's yeah. word and, and like, that's what I do too. If I'm like stayed up too late last night or whatever, and in the morning I can't focus is afterwards I come back and I'm like, all right, reading my Bible today, even if it's not a whole lot of reading my Bible, I'm still reading it. I'm still soaking it in. I'm still focusing on something and meditating on God's word. And I think that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving on from, from the specifics of the foundation, right? Like what, what do we, what can we talk about in terms of just general productivity? How to Connor, I'm, I'm curious to hear your, your brain on like, how do you get things done? I just do them usually. <laughs> of course that would be your answer. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, um, I, I'm like fine with, coming home after work and doing something like I'm totally fine with like doing a long day of work and then coming home and immediately going back to work. What I don't like is to then rest and then have to feel like, all right, I had this time to rest and then I'm like, okay, but now I have to do these, this, these other things. I don't, I don't like to have like, like when I, when I'm done for the day, I like to be done for the day. If that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but also like, I would always hate coming home from work and somebody asking me to do something Mm -hmm. for them, especially when like, like, and in my head, I was like, okay, if I had come home and my wife was like, Hey, I've had a really hard day with the kids. Will you watch the kids? I'd be like, yeah, of course. But I hated coming home and being like, Hey, this thing that I'm supposed to do, I'm giving it to you instead. I'd be like, no way. I'm like, I'm be like the first thing I, I here when I walk in the door is here's this thing I don't want to do you do it instead because you're here now it's like uh, no you know what I mean so I guess I guess that was kind of 
the thing for me in terms of like productivity is I'd, I'd always hate being told uh, that I like had to do something right after I got home from work. But I could plan in my head and be like, yep. in, in the terms of like hacking my brain, like I could plan ahead and be like, I'm, I work eight to four or eight to three or whatever. And then I'm coming home and I'm doing all of these tasks. Yeah. Like I could do that. And I, I mean, I could work, I could work really long shifts. I could, I mean, I, one time I worked like an 11 hour shift and like, I was super tired afterwards, but I was like, uh, but like if I had known beforehand, it would have been great. Yeah. But because I thought I was getting done at four that day, and then ended up staying until seven. It was so much more exhausting mm -hmm. to me because I hadn't been able to plan out my energy. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of how my brain works in terms of productivity. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I like to be able to know mm -hmm. what's going to happen. And if something gets thrown on me, I haven't planned out my energy enough then. Yeah. So if somebody else has a different idea of what the day is supposed to look like than what I planned in my head, it's really frustrating for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, whereas, I definitely get that same. way too. Like if, mm -hmm. if I have planned out specific things that I'm going to work on in the day right. and then something gets thrown on top of that. I said, like, even if I planned a whole bunch of stuff for myself to get done and a little mm -hmm. thing gets thrown on top of it, I suddenly get overwhelmed mm -hmm. because it's like, right. Oh, I'm not in control of this plan that I had anymore. Yep. Right. And then you end up finding like, you end up not getting a lot of the things that you were planning on getting done. You get, you get yeah. that thing done because you have to, but, but yeah. then a lot of the other stuff gets, it's like, yeah, one little, little feather, you know, knocks down the whole house of cards as it, as it goes. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. Um, one of the, one of the most, I mean, I'm with you, Connor, in terms of like the, you know, the interrupting thing that happened a lot. Um, when we were living with our parents, <clears throat> um, and you know, it's just, we're living in a house with other people and they need help with things and stuff. It happens. Um, but, um, one of my kind of shifts that I've had to make having so much uninterrupted time and knowing that I'm going to have uninterrupted mm -hmm. time is making sure that I don't create interruptions for myself. Right. And I think one of the things you were saying where it's like, when I'm done for the day, I want to be done. That's, that's mm -hmm. it's really important. I think, um, because if I let myself have a moment where it's like, all right, you're done even for like a certain amount of time, right? So, okay, I'm going to take a, 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 an indefinite break. I will not get anything right. else done the rest of the day, right? right. And so that's yeah. what, and so my template right now, right, is wake up at seven, uh, study scripture and do family, you know, worship stuff into uh, eight to nine. You work, I work nine to five, and then there's a lunch break in there somewhere. I can have like an hour lunch break, um, you know, half hour, two hour or whatever. Um, I didn't actually take a lunch break today. Um but um did you eat lunch yeah i ate lunch i just get, kept doing Didn't i break. just kept doing work gotcha. yeah. yeah yeah um and then what i've decided is have 5 to 7 be um usually like read a book time like specifically like a book like a nonfiction book that i've been trying to work through um but mm -hmm. like spend that and, and today i i use that 5 to 7 range to stream kotor um, and that's, that's another thing I, I would do. Um, but do something like that where it's like semi-productive, but it's starting to like wean into, oh, this is something I want to do as well as something I have to do. Um, mm -hmm. and then, then when I hit seven, then it's like, okay, now I'm doing a stream, you know, I'm doing an RPG stream or whatever. Um, or I'm just, 
you know, video chatting with Carly or whatever, right? The seven is my cutoff point to be, all right, you're done for the day. You get to be done for the day. Um, except for Wednesday, I guess, because, you know, teaching the kids. Um, but that's only lasts really like an hour more. So um, that's kind of been my template. And I call it a template because I know it's not going to be an everyday schedule. Um, but the, this, the, the template of that idea is going to remain the same. So... Because, yeah, right, like having that time period where it's like, all right, now you're done. Now you get to just have fun. Um, and, and a lot of my fun stuff is like this or doing a RPG stream. And so um, making sure that I've filled up the rest of my time with a bunch of productive things. I've gotten a whole big day done. And then I can, with clear conscience, sit down and do, you know, Dungeons and Dragons or whatever, right? Um, mm -hmm. instead of, cause there's been a lot of, especially like Fridays are really bad for me because I've had a whole big week and I'm like, well, I don't have to get this done today. And so I'll just not do a whole lot. And then I'll sit down specifically for work and then I'll sit down to do, you know, on a domineer or whatever else we're going to do on Friday night. And I'll be like, man, I feel really guilty because I didn't actually do enough today. And, and I'm like, Someone's going to email me for a work thing and I'm going to be like, yeah, I should have done that. And yeah. Um, but yeah, having that n specific time to be, to say I'm done now and I can be guilt free about that. Um, after mm -hmm. a good long day of doing stuff is good. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Carl's, how do you hack your brain? One of the major things that's helped me because I I know that um, when I'm at home there are certain productive things that I can more easily get done and there are others that I just can't like focus on um, mainly because when I'm at home I'm connected to Wi-Fi and I could just sit and watch YouTube for hours on end and eat chips <laughs> and that's not um, a great habit and it's not um, it, it's not usually productive or building up. Um, you know, there are some videos I watch like sermons or discussions between, you know, James White and Doug Wilson, like I watched a bit of yesterday that, you know, those are productive in a sense because I'm filling my brain with new information or, um, new information on an old topic that I know about and it's beneficial, but there are certain tasks like, um, writing like with the novel I'm working on right now that I feel like I can work on at school when I have free time because I can focus on it because I um I feel like watching YouTube at school just kind of makes me feel lazy um and and I can I can sit down and I can write um but then when I get home I'm like oh I just kind of want to lay on my bed and watch YouTube because I have the opportunity to do that um, and so I've kind of hacked my brain in the sense that I set aside specific, so I, I'm a senior, so I have a lot of free time in my schedule because I TA a period, which means I basically, I run errands sometimes for the teacher if he needs me to, but I basically sit there and work on stuff and I go to the library during my lunch. So that's another half hour. And I take a zero period class, which means I don't have to take a six period class. So I have like two and a half hours of my day um, that unless I'm assigned other schoolwork, I just use that time to 
write or to read, mm -hmm. um, which is nice to have, but I don't always get everything done in that time. And I don't like, especially when summer rolls around, rolls along, I don't want to be relying on having that setting so much yeah. because I won't be at school, which will be a good thing. But, <laughs> um, but, but one of the things that I do um, often if I uh, like, I didn't work this weekend. And so I had my Saturday morning free is I went to the coffee shop. I went to hidden river and just to have, you know, a change of setting that wasn't my bedroom where I'm just sitting at a desk and, you know, trying to stare at the screen writing, but feel like I can't get anything done because there's so many things around me that I could yeah. be doing. I go to a coffee shop specifically to work on specific tasks that I write down in my planner. And, um, and I, I get a coffee, which is kind of, that's, that, that's what makes the coffee shop usually a more, uh, appealing thing for me to do mm -hmm. because yes, it costs money. And also it's probably a lot of sugar and caffeine that I don't need to be consuming, but, <laughs> but it's like um, a reward to yourself for being productive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I can enjoy this, this beverage that I love while I work on something. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's this past Saturday I had so much fun working on my senior research paper just like drinking a cup of coffee and writing about personhood theory and it was it was so productive and it felt good because it was productive and i was enjoying the work that i was doing yeah. whereas sitting at home trying to do that i often give myself too much leeway to take breaks and then those breaks turn into you know hours at a time just not doing anything productive and then I don't get back to what I was working on. Um, so when I'm in a in a more public place, especially coffee shop or you know library, um, I can sit and focus on things because I'm not constantly thinking about when is the next time that I could take a break and not be working on this. I'm specifically focused on I'm here to work on this thing, so I need to make use of this yeah. time. Yeah, that was one of the major shifts that I had to do with my brain because i i did the same thing as you right when i was at college i used i had lots of pretty much every semester i had a lot of um like um middle time like in between classes that i yeah. had to work on things and I, I kind of did that intentionally because i found that i, I was really pretty productive when i had that those hours to just sit with my laptop and and work on something and you know write or um, whatever, you know, get, get other, get other stuff done. Um, and so stopping college, getting done with college and having, and then realizing, oh, I get to just sit at home literally all day with the job that I have. Oh boy. All right. I need to make sure that I'm, you know, rewiring my brain to be like, this is not always just the place that you get to do fun things. Like you, you also have to have a, and, and on, and, one of the cool things about um, my setup now that's, that's much easier than at home at, at my parents' house was my, my room at my parents' house was small. It was right my, my computer and my bed directly behind me. And so it was one place and it was really hard to switch between work mode and I'm just, you know, having fun mode. <clears throat> And so I'd find myself just 
you know, really, and, and not really having any other place in the house to go, um, to get anything done. <clears throat> and so, um, here at the house, <clears throat> not only am, am I here by myself most of the time, um, but also the room is big enough and it's separated by like half a wall, basically that I, I'm like, that's my bed over there. That's where I sleep. That's where I like rest. If I'm, if I'm laying in my bed, like I am, you know, probably not doing anything productive. Um, but if I'm over here in this side of the room, I have to be doing something productive because, okay, I got my computer here. What I'm sitting here, what am I supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah, I have a million and one things I could be doing. I need to work on stuff. Um, but also when, you know, sometimes it just gets old sitting here um, and I have other places in the house that I can go. We have a table out in the in the basement here that I've been uh, sitting at, uh, at least until the table is until really Connor nice. put his TV there and then it kind of ruined the aesthetic, but it's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> It honestly did a little bit, but it's fine. Yeah. Did it? I'm sorry. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, you can move it whenever you want. It's not like it's, it's too stuck much work. There. Um, but to pick up a TV and put it well, on the ground. I, I was just going to say the other thing is that we have the upstairs kitchen. Um, our kitchen. I, I just. Okay, I always yeah. feel like our kitchen is really nice. Um, it feels like a really productive space to me. It has, you know, the I kitchen island, which just is a nice place to sit. Um, and then the kitchen table, which is also a nice place to sit. And when no one else is around in the house, I, I have the kitchen right there so I can like make myself tea and then go sit down and, and have my laptop work on. So that's what I did this morning with the Bible studies. I was just up there by myself and had had my Bible on, had, on, had logos open on my laptop and had my udon and my, my tea <laughs> and uh, spent the morning doing that. And then once I was done with that, I, I went to the store um, got some Dayquil, came Hold back, did you, reset myself. You woke up at seven mm -hmm. this morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I was passed out. Mm -hmm. And on, I woke up at five. <laughs> we woke up at the exact same time, the same Carly. Time, yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, oh, what was I going to say? Um. Uh, my train of thought was completely ruined. Um, I was talking about productivity. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gone. Someone, someone else talk. I, I would oh. say that, that having a planner and specifically scheduling tasks days in advance when you know you'll have free time to do something is extremely mm -hmm. helpful for me and mm -hmm. if i happen to find the time before that scheduled task is written down to get it done then i can just cross it out and um but but if i don't get to it until that time i know like this is, this is going off track, but as an example, like if I know that I have an assignment due in a week and I don't want to forget about it, but I don't want to get it done immediately, then maybe halfway through the week, I'll write a reminder to do that thing so that I get it done with plenty of time before it's due. Um, so that that way, you know, I don't need to focus on getting that thing done right now, but I can have it written down so that I don't forget to do it. Um, and just, I mean, having a planner has for the past, like several years, just been a super beneficial thing for me in 
just organizing everything and getting things done, like knowing when I need to get things done. And so that's something I will always recommend to anyone. Yeah, it's been helpful to me too. <clears throat> I need to, I kind of, I kind of played it free form today. I didn't, I usually write down like a to-do list for myself. Um, but today I just kind of sat down and I was like, well, uh, I'm just going to start working on stuff. And I knew I had things to do and I just kind of bounced around to them. Um, but I got a lot done. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think of one of the things that, you know, we're talking about hacking your brain, being productive. One of the things that has really kind of helped me is I know that I'm very obsessive with things. Um, and so, um, with, um, uh, projects that I'm working on, one of the things that really, um, uh, helps when I'm working on a project is, what are you doing? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> um, is, uh, knowing that I'm going to get obsessed with stuff, right? Right now, um, I'm obsessed with podcasts, honestly. Um, that's what I'm obsessed with. And so I'm, I'm, I'm leaning into that as kind of a, I'm kind of, I kind of reacting instead of acting in this case, but, um, when I was doing Nano last year, one of the things I did was, um, I, you know, I knew I was like, I'm going to be writing this, this book. I'm going to be writing 50,000 words in this book. And so I was like, all right. And I had been really obsessed with music right before that. So I, I took my keyboard, my, my MIDI keyboard, I put it in the other room. I, I unplugged everything. I, I could not, I, I was not allowed to listen to any music except for the playlist for my book. Um, and I could not listen to any role-playing game stuff. I usually listen to like role-playing game shows and stuff like that. Um, I could not listen. The only thing I could listen to, like podcast wise or audiobook wise, was I started reading uh, a fantasy series that I really liked to get myself back in the headspace of you are writing a fantasy book. And it really helped to just get my brain. And then I got obsessed with the thing I was working on because my brain was like, this is the only stimulus you're getting. I guess you should get back into this <laughs> mode. Um, and that's really helped when I've needed to work on something, just, just being like, all right. Let's fill my time with peripheral things that will help my mind continually go back to that thing. Like when I was working on the um, uh, the series with the post-millennial stuff, um, when I did that at, at the youth group, right? I, I just, I listened to a whole bunch of sermons. I listened to a whole bunch of podcasts, all just about post-millennialism. And I just like filled my mind with all that stuff so that I could, I was always thinking about it and I had material to spit out when I had to sit down and, and do it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's been really helpful to me. Um, just writing my obsessiveness to my own ends. I, um, I was plugging in the computer. It was about to die. So I mm -hmm. muted the, and I stuck in and grabbed your charger. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> that's what I was doing. Uh, did, uh, we got a follow from somebody and, and he wrote on here and said, exactly. Often a thought will keep rehashing in the brain until the thought is written down. Then your brain can relax and think about mm -hmm. something else. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm doing right now with, um, I'm, you know, really into um, working on this, these podcasts and, and doing, doing work kind of like getting them up to standard. 
Um, and so I'm just like leaning into that. I'm like, all right, I guess that's what I'm doing, doing right now. That's what I'm focusing on. And so I've been doing a lot of, mm-hmm. doing a lot of stuff like that. Um, any other thoughts on, on productivity on things that we do or, or that might be gener- helpful in general to be productive? No, I think that's it. I think one of the things just to mention, um, based off of uh, the book that I was I've been reading, is that we need to remember that um, we need to have a theology that allows for work to be important. Um, yes. Right, and and not. I, I think a lot of times um, Christians it, can get and rest. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like having yeah. having those in the proper proportions, um, because I think yes. right people forget what is it six days of work, one day of rest. That mm-hmm. means you need to be working six times more than you're resting. Mm-hmm. Okay, that means work is important, even for us as Christians, right? Like we're not we're not Old Testament Israel, but it, it's the same. You know, the cultural mandate hasn't gone away. The Christian mandate is still in force. We're supposed to be be fruitful. We're supposed to be fruitful and multiply. We're supposed to take dominion over the earth. Um, and so part of that responsibility is being productive with our time and our uh, our means um, and, and working well, right? Like I was just reading in Exodus um, about the building of the tabernacle, um, right? And and uh, God said, like, I am, you know, putting my spirit in, in this guy. Um, I can't remember mm-hmm. the name, Bel- Belisle or something like that um, is his name. He's like, he's a mighty craftsman and he's going to do this work with excellence because the Holy Spirit is filling him. It's like, ultimately, that's our call. Uh, if we're talking about being Christian artists, right, um, we're honoring Christ through creativity by being productive, by using our time wisely, by using our means wisely, by be doing something excellent with the, um, right, by investing the talent that we're given as the servant um, in the parable and, and investing it wisely. And uh, my voice is just about gone again. And uh, I think we should just probably uh, kind of stop it here mm-hmm. and wrap it up. But, I mean, yeah, good thoughts and uh, things to be thinking about next week. I feel yeah. like I feel like this is a convicting episode of the podcast just because of our, our, our culture is so – I mean, you just, you just spend – five minutes on Facebook and you'll see some sort of meme about how all I want to do is sleep all day or how all I want to do is, um, procrastinate and, you know, you know, all those types of things where, you know, we act like we want to be children. Yep. We act like we don't want to have grown up because now we have to do things with our lives. And I, I, I can understand it to a point because if you grow up with a really bad foundation where your parents are not Christians and your parents did not raise you right and you 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 come to adulthood and you're like, wow, I'm a mess. How am I supposed to live life when really a lot of my life needs to be fixed still? I didn't have a good foundation. I didn't get to be a kid. And so now I'm thrown into adulthood and I don't know how to be an adult. And now I just want to be a kid again where I didn't have this responsibility on me. Um but as Christians, we should love responsibility. We should love work because it's a godly thing. It's a godly endeavor to worship God with our work. Um, you can't just worship God with your intellectual theology and your rest for the rest of your life. 
because I feel like that's a lot of, and again, I think a lot of this comes back to eschatology too, that uh, we as Christians think that to worship God, we are intellectually, theologically sound. We have really good doctrine and we're really nice to people. At the end of the day, let's not really try to accomplish anything. Let's just live life day to day and let's just survive and have that kind of survival mindset rather than being like, what can I accomplish for the kingdom? Can I, can I go start a church and have that church have children and, and, and uh, produce, produce godly children and a couple generations later for that church to be basically the focal point of the city? Like everybody's a Christian. Everybody knows this, this town is basically full of people who go to this church. You know what I mean? Can, can we, can we have goals like that and not only succeed, but think that that's a good thing to succeed at. And I think that comes back to obviously eschatology, but even just the, the, uh, an improper view of productivity and work. Yeah. Whereas we always think that anything but rest is bad and it's not. Mm-hmm. And once we start acting and thinking like Christians who want to accomplish things, uh, we'll start acting more like Jesus and rest will be really important to us. Rest will be very healthy to us and needed rather than we spend our entire life on a mountaintop praying, asking God to use us when we don't value being used and actually doing things with their lives. Yep. Mm-hmm. You have any last thoughts, Carly? No. All right. Next week, we're going to be talking about division in the church. That should be a fun, fun contrast. Really excited for that one. I know. I know. That, that we're going to, we're going to get, we're going to get hurt for this one, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, tell, tell all your friends, um, tell everybody because, uh, next week is going to be a fun, a fun time. And, uh, tomorrow is the premiere episode of disagree with me with angel rodriguez um i'm not the what time i don't know i don't know yet angel you know and i are gonna have to figure that out um we, we haven't settled on something yet um we've been frantically is it probably going to be at night yeah i mean he he okay. has the whole day free but it will probably still be in the evening i'll have to talk to them about that uh, mainly just because the people because uh, we're going to try to get other people on right it's not going to be angel and i disagreeing with each other all the time it's going to be um angel disagreeing mm-hmm. with other people um Mm-hmm. And so Angel, Angel's going to be the the host of that show. Uh, I'm the producer, and I'll be on some episodes, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be on most like I'll I'll be in the background um, most episodes. I'm gonna set okay. up the overlays in such a way that um, I'm not even I don't even show up. I'm just there, and I can like pipe in if I really need to with like a comment, um, maybe once or twice an episode. But like I'm I'm the producer in the background. I'm 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 the. So you're gonna be I'm, like the, I'm Marcus or Rich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm one of the. I'm the, that's what I want to do. Um, which mm-hmm. that's for for my own personal sanity because I don't have the. I mean, think about this. You know, we do the Christian artist on Monday. We do Terranolius on Thursday or Lavender Shadows. We do well. You don't do any anymore, but you know, on a Domini, on, in theory <laughs> on Friday. Um, in theory, it's key that that's yeah. a lot of stuff, right? And and so adding another another thing um, on top of that, um, I can do it. If I'm just the person clicking the buttons, um, but uh, not if I have to like mentally prepare for an episode every single time. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited about that. We have a really, really, really cool logo. 
um, made professionally by idea. We have a really cool intro, um, which honestly, you know what I should do? Um, uh, for those of you who want to hear it, uh, after I, I close down the episode, I'll play that intro for everybody as a little sneak preview of what it's going to be. Um, and uh, it'll be very exciting. No no Terranolius this Thursday or Lavender Shadows because most of the people are gone. Uh, I need to message and see if people are free. Are you free this Friday, Connor? Uh, that is a good question. Hey, Mickey, am I free this Friday <laughs> for the RPG? <laughs> Mickey, please say yes. And, and I, I'm, not, I'm not asking her as if like like she's she's deciding. I'm just making right, sure right. that we haven't made any any plans. I'm not free no. this Friday. We have stuff going on. Wow. Wow. We are building with. Oh, you. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you ever heard of that TV show? We're on. We're going to be on a reality TV show called Building with Phil. <laughs> uh, uh, pa- pastor phil rice of people's oh, churches is going to help us build, build oh, stuff okay. for the for the wedding and yeah he's going to be doing that from 7 to 11 or just before i don't know <laughs> i don't know anyway well we'll figure it out we'll figure it out uh, yeah I'll, yeah um but yeah uh next week we'll do division of the church and we'll be gearing up for our five-year anniversary new season new look new music Mm -hmm. um for april 6th april 6th all right that is it from us here at uh the christian artist thank you for watching and listening and uh we'll be back soon see you We're building an eight-foot hexagon? The disagreement is turning pretty dark. We have a divided nation. We have a very divided nation. We seem to be living in a time of utter tribalism. If it's true for you, then it's true. No, it's not. In order to be able to think, you have to risk being offensive. I mean, look at the conversation we're having right now. Nothing is as important as the truth of God revealed in Scripture.